Man, God, do I hate Tom Brady. Good Lord. Oh, it was hard to watch. Oh, oh, we're on. Oh, who's, re- who's, uh, who's in charge of hitting the record? Oh, that's me. The Tony D Podcast. What's up? Uh, just a weird game. Thursday night, was it not? Patriots and Giants. I don't know if you watched it or you're more in tune with Houston. And the Astros moving on to the AL Championship Series. We'll get to that, too. I want to give you my NBA preview coming up. Talk a little bit more about the Colts. I know it's a bye week. A lot of the players are out of town. Did you guys see that picture of Andrew Luck? Still yoked up. Still looks like he could get out there and play. Uh, as he visited the Colts complex yesterday. Caught up with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, he still looked pretty damn jacked. Good for him. I hope he's living the dream and doing whatever the heck he wants, whenever the heck he wants to do it. The Tony D Podcast, as always, brought to you by Flooring is Forever. Flooring is Forever. Check out their five-star reviews online or give Harley a call at 317-755-1246, 249 a square foot for Mohawk carpeting with pad and installation. They also have great waterproof, kid-proof, and pet-proof products. It's been a busy week for me. I turned 31. I know a lot of you people warned me about a year ago. You know, when you turn 30, things start to to crack and feel differently. Uh, still playing a lot of hoop. Still feeling good. Although we did go to Top Golf, and uh, I think I'm still feeling it here three or four days later. So, thanks to everybody who wished me a happy birthday or reached out. Uh, I'm going to celebrate a little bit more this weekend. How much celebrating do you do at like 31? Right? Like, isn't that you celebrate 21, like 25, 35, or 30, 40, and 50. I mean, 31 is just like, yeah, just another number, right? Um, it's. I think the crazier thing is you want to feel old is knowing that we're in the final, what, three months here of this decade, um, for one. And two, you know, it's kind of depressing going in the gas stations and you see like, oh, hey, uh, legal age to buy cigarettes. You were born in 2001. I'm like, oh, boy. Like, could you, rem- could you imagine, do you remember going into 2000 and everybody was scared that the lights were going to go out and the world was going to end? Uh, but I digress. So that was cool. Turn 31, going to go to Vegas next month, celebrate a little bit more there. Still in the job hunt. I know people have been asking about that, but these Bud Light appearances uh, have been awesome. We're at Gallagher's Saturday night for Notre Dame USC. That's where I want to start with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I've been impressed all season. It's a tough one coming up on Saturday night against USC. They're 11-point favorites. I like the Irish in dominating fashion. I think that they are going to continue to have to win big every week to prove that they deserve to be inside that college football playoff discussion. The one loss to Georgia, number three in the country, the best thing that could happen would be for the Georgia Bulldogs to win out, and, 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 and that's possible. they got to go to number seven, Florida. They got to go to number 12, Auburn. They get number 24, Texas A&M. If you went out, if you're Georgia, against those four ranked teams and you beat Alabama in the SEC championship game, you kind of have to look at Notre Dame if Notre Dame goes undefeated and say they deserve to be in the discussion into the college football playoff. You look at the Notre Dame schedule the rest of the way out. USC, that's going to be a tough one at Michigan. But Michigan hasn't been world beaters by any means, stretch of the imagination. That comes up in two weeks, so Notre Dame will get a bye week heading to the big house, uh, which I think will help them set the game plan up. Virginia Tech at home, Duke on the road. Duke's not bad. Duke can still air it out. Yeah, they don't have Daniel Jones, but they can still get it done. Navy's a running team. They haven't impressed me this year. Uh, Then you get Boston College and Stanford. 
I think it's possible that Notre Dame could win out only losing one game, and they're going to need Georgia to win out for that one blemish, that one loss, which they hung tough in Georgia, only lost by seven. Uh, So still hope for Notre Dame. I still like their chances. Definitely um, a big bowl. They'll get in one of those New Year's sixes if not, but still, still an outside chance depending on how things fall with Alabama, with Georgia, on if Notre Dame can make it into the college football playoff. All right, basketball is here. I'm pumped. I want to mention this. Going to launch a video series coming up. So if you get a chance on Twitter, follow at OnTheBubble. It's called OnTheBubble. It's my buddy Kyle and Jared. We're going to be doing a weekly, probably twice a week, video series talking about the gambling aspect of college basketball, what we like. We'll be on the road. I know I'm going to be going to a bunch of games. So if you're in the gambling, which is huge in Indiana right now, as we know, because it's legalized, I think it was $34 million in the first month was brought in to the state of Indiana or was, was bet, betted, if that's the word, back and forth. So be, you, have to, you, have to look, you have to stare at my ugly mug, which I understand is probably not something you want to do, but we'll make it fun. It'll be enthusiastic, energetic, and we will uh, talk about college hoops, college hoops gambling, and uh, everybody loves winning money. So we'll keep rolling with that. That's going to be fun. And I'll try to have some funny props. It's going to be kind of set up uh, like some of the shows you've probably already seen, but have a little bit more local feel, local tie here to Indiana. And I think we'll be pretty good. I'm a decent college basketball better. I know Kyle is too. Uh, I really like to dive deep into those um, small colleges, you know, the, the Iona Gales of the world, the, you know, Portland States, the, the, the Weber States, those type of schools. Uh, I like to dive into those. So hopefully we'll be able to win some money together. So follow them on Twitter. Also, as always, subscribe to the podcast, the Tony B Podcast with the most original name out there. And we'll continue to have fun. You know, you guys know I love to do this. I like to talk, obviously, and I guess hear myself talk. So, all right, the NBA. Pacers back. About to play two games at home in the preseason I'm excited. Uh, I've talked about this before. I think that this is a really good team. I have them picked third in the East with 50 wins. 50 wins going 50 and 32. Depending on when Victor Oladipo gets back, I think he's going to be back sooner than later. I'm not going to make any predictions or timelines. Really only anybody knows but him. But I do think that Victor's going to come back strong, healthy, and this is a good team. You've got Malcolm Brogdon, who's going to be a leader. I'm so excited to see him in a Pacer uniform. You've got Sabonis and a contract year. If he can elevate what he did last year, he's going to have a chance to make the All-Star team. Miles Turner learned a lot over the summer playing with Team USA. Stay consistent. Uh, keep keep the, the defense off the boards. T.J. Warren, man, that dude can shoot. We saw him, what, put up 30, some clutch shots against the Kings last week overseas. I really like Warren. And once Victor comes back, I, I mean, I think T.J. I think TJ O'Connell is a good pickup. There's just good pickups. There's good players that know their roles on this basketball team. And I think, barring any injuries, there's no reason why this team can't flirt with the 50-52 win mark. I've got him at 50. I've got him third in the East. The Bucs with 56 wins are going to be number one. The 76ers with 54 wins will be the second seed. And then the Pacers should have home court advantage with 50 wins. I'm high on the Heat this year as well with Jimmy Butler. I have them at 47 wins at the four seed. Celtics, 46 wins. 
the five seed, the Nets, 45 wins, the six seed. Then I've got the Pistons and the Hawks making the playoffs from the east out west. Um, you guys know I'm a James Harden fan. I like the Rockets. They're going to be the number one team in the West. I, I think the Western Conference this year is going to be must-see TV. You've got so many good teams with obviously superstar caliber players. Rockets as the one seed, Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers, Jazz. I'm really high on the Jazz. That's the toughest place to play in the NBA. Portland is right there as, as well with 50 wins. Warriors are going to be right there, depending on when Clay Thompson gets back. But you still got Steph Curry. Can D'Angelo Russell slide into that point guard position and, and, and give quality minutes, play as well as he did last year with the Nets? Uh, I got the Pelicans sneaking in as well. Uh, I think the Spurs, for the first time in a long time, are going to be on the outside looking in. I know you still got DeMar DeRozan, uh, but you've got Aldridge on the back end of his career. Obviously, it's always tough to pick against the Spurs and bet against Greg Popovich, but I think this may be the first time in a long time we don't see them make the playoffs. I'm excited for the NBA season, as you guys know. Big NBA fan. It's 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 so balanced, it seems like, for the first time in a long time. The East is pretty balanced. The Bucks being the best team with the answer to Kumbo, uh, but the 76ers are right there. I think the Pacers are going to be right there. Pacers, so many underrated moves that they made. I'm really high on this team. I hope the city rallies behind it. And I think come December, we're going to have two really good professional teams here in the Circle City of Indianapolis where the Colts are a great team. They're going to be favored in almost every one of their games the rest of the way out. Maybe not that Monday night game. Maybe maybe not in Houston. But the Colts have wonderful football games. We saw them play so well in Kansas City last week. They had the opportunity uh, to slow down Patrick Mahomes, which is what they needed to do, and they did. Yes, there were some injuries on the Chiefs' side, but that's the best regular season Colts win I can remember that I think I've seen since they moved here to Indianapolis. The confidence level heading into the bye, the ability to shut down one of the best offenses in the NFL. was at 25 straight games. The Chiefs have gone for 25 points or more. Really loved what the Colts did last Sunday. Now you get a bye week, and then you got to set yourself up for a long haul through November and through December before hopefully making it to the playoffs. I think I predicted this team to be right around 8-8. Eight and eight. They've had some surprising wins, the Chiefs. They've had some surprising losses. I, th- I thought they should have beat the Raiders. I want to see consistency out of the Colts. I want to see all three phases of the football playing well, playing the way that they should be, and being capable of playing well on defense, which we saw against Kansas City with a lot of defensive injuries for the Colts. And Jacoby Brissett not making not making mistakes, which he hasn't so far this year, besides that touchdown, uh, that interception in the end zone last week. So um, high on the Pacers, high on the Colts. I'm not a homer. You guys know I'm a realist. I'm more passionate about the Pacers, and they frustrate me a lot, and I have no problem expressing that opinion. But as of right now, start of the season, I'm very optimistic about the Colts, super optimistic about the Pacers. Um, it's been a good week. Usually we know the Pacers starting the preseason at home, uh, th- at least this continent's portion of it. Colts look good. I got a great haircut at the studio barber there in Broad Ripple. You got to look good, right? I mean, you know, when you got a face for radio, as you guys all know that I have, you got to at least have the hair looking well, and I've got that going. So big weekend coming up. I'm at Gallagher's on the south side for Bud Light Bingo. Uh, we're going to watch that Notre Dame USC game, throw a few back, have a good time. Come on out. Uh, I'll share some stories. Uh, I know you guys still ask me questions all the time. I appreciate that. You know, I always appreciate the interaction at Tony D&D on Twitter. Thanks to Flooring is Forever. And it's been another edition of the Tony D Podcast. Have a good one. Take care. That was really creepy. I should never do that again. <laughs>